Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is February 13th, 2023, and this is season number one, episode number five. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, that is B-R-A-X-X-X-26 as I post content daily. And send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. Thanks for tuning in, uh, tuning in guys. Uh, like I said, give me a follow on Twitter. i got another Twitter space coming up every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. That'll be 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central Time, um, and 5 o'clock Pacific Time if you are on the West Coast. Last week we did it. It was a pretty good start. I'm looking forward to doing it every single Wednesday. So if you don't have a Twitter account, make a Twitter account. We can get You can get active with a bunch of Cardinals fans every Wednesday at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. All right, thanks for joining me today. It is officially baseball season. The Super Bowl is over. Football is officially over. Um, unless you are like a USFL fan, which I don't think I've ever met one true USFL fan in my entire life. I'm not trying to take a shot at that, but it is officially baseball season. Let's do a quick little Super Bowl recap, huh? I mean, congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Um, as much as it pains me to say congratulations to the Chiefs, congratulations to the Chiefs. I'm a Bengals fan. I've said that pretty much every episode, but uh, yeah, congratulations. man. Patrick Mahomes played amazing. Um, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line has not got enough praise. Everyone was talking about the Eagles defensive front, right? Like historically good. And they did not record one sack on Patrick Mahomes. Now, obviously, Patrick Mahomes has a great job, does a great job getting outside the pocket and being mobile and stuff. And even with a high ankle sprain, he was amazing. But congratulations to the Chiefs. Um, and uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, two-time Super Bowl uh, champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, and I think, yeah, two-time MVP um, in general. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, excited for baseball season to be around the corner. Um, it is, it is, it's weird. In, in Virginia, like, it's been a pretty mild winter. It hasn't been bad, and it's been the biggest tease, tease ever. And I, I, don't, I wonder if I can explain this the right way, but all you baseball fans will understand this. I was driving around and I had my windows down, and I saw some people start cutting grass, right? Like, we haven't got to March and April, but there was a guy cutting grass, and it was warm outside this day. It was probably like mid-50s, 60s, which if if you're from, you know, a cold-weather area, that in February is amazing. And it just has this smell, right? Like, it has this smell of baseball season. I don't know what it's called. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it, but it just smells like baseball season. It actually makes you happy. Um all we were missing is like the smell of hot dogs, cheeseburgers. You know, it sounds a little cliche, but it's so true. There is a distinct smell of baseball season. And now since football season's over, uh, spring training's right around the corner. Kitcher, pitchers and catchers reported today. It is officially baseball time. I saw Adam Wainwright throwing a bullpen on videos. Saw Jack Flaherty throwing bullpens. Um, I saw Wilson Contreras report at, report at camp, man. He's excited to go. I'm excited to go. 
So let's get this episode underway. This episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what are the biggest questions heading into spring training. Kind of going to bounce around all over the place in this episode. But uh, let's start with this. Um, in the new MLB rule, okay? In this case, this actually came this was, came out today. I saw a report. I think it was John Morosi's the one that broke the story first. But uh, MLB's Joint Competition Committee has voted unanimously to make the extra inning rule permanent for all regular season games moving forward in 2023 and beyond. A runner will be placed at second base at the start of every extra inning. So, with that being said, that's a pretty big rule change, right? Like, um, there was a lot of mixed emotions on social media. I saw a lot of people saying, this sucks, this is awful, this is awful, I don't like this rule. I'm actually someone that thinks this is a good rule. You know, baseball is trying to speed the game up, whether you like it or not, especially with a pitch clock, which I think is going to be great for baseball. Um, even though I didn't mind the time of games, but with this new rule, with a ghost runner on second base starting in extra innings, yeah, maybe I would have liked to seen that ghost runner happen in the 11th inning. You know, maybe play the 10th inning like a real, you know, traditional baseball game. But regardless, it's smart. You can't have these guys sometimes going 15 inning, 18 inning games, and it's just, it drags on. It's hard for the players. Like as fans, yeah, we like to see a 15 to 18 inning game sometime, sometimes. Right, like I enjoy that occasionally, but think about the wear and tear on a player, especially if they got to turn around and take a three, four hour flight to a different time zone. We just go to sleep, wake up, drink coffee, move on with our day. But if you don't like this rule, you just aren't that sympathetic to the players. It's deeper than you know changing the game of baseball. And I'm gonna be honest, baseball needs to change a little bit, right? Like you look at the NFL, and I'm not trying to compare the leagues because they're really not the same. But if you look at these other leagues, they change on the fly. And I'm a traditional guy. I like the way baseball is. But sometimes, let's be honest, the ratings of baseball are not exactly what they used to be. Now, I think baseball is a regional game. I think it's it's very territorial, right? Like, it's not there's not tons of you know people on the East Coast staying up and watching the Angels play, right? Like you're in you're in bed, whatever. That's fine. But baseball has to change its way a little bit to really grow the game, and I think that's what they're doing by trying to speed up the game. I think that's what they're doing with this extra inning rule. I think that's what they're doing by growing the base size. Uh, I think that's what they're doing by Universal DH, which was long overdue, right? Like, makes more excitement in the game. Um, so, anyway, that's the new MLB rule. Um, look for it to happen. It's going to be immediate, right? I mean, obviously, spring training, you, you we have ties and stuff. But uh, when, when regular season starts, there's now going to be a ghost runner on second base. That's just for the regular season. When the postseason comes around, it will be just a normal traditional baseball. Uh, you know, I love that, right? Like, we get to the playoffs, it's going to be, you know, there's no ghost runner. Um, like I said, pitchers and catchers have reported today, uh, and February 16th, which is three days away, which is Thursday, the play position players are going to report to camp. Um, look, this is going to where I'm going to transition here into, uh, the spring training here. It is a fascinating spring training, everyone. And why do I say that? Well, it is officially, there's 19 guys in the Cardinals organization that are playing in the world baseball classic. You know, whether a team like can't, you know, somebody like Canada makes it a long way, it's it's still fascinating because this this World Baseball Classic could last up to 28 days. The reason I bring up Canada is I feel like you know they're not their roster is not stacked. Yeah, they got Tyler O'Neill and stuff, but um, this is a fascinating. We've got 19 guys in the Cardinals organization is going to be with the World Baseball Classic. So, what questions does this pose for um, spring training? It's not going to be a traditional looking spring training, Cardinals fans. We're going to see a lot of guys that we have not seen on the field. Um, it's going to be 
really good opportunity to see what the young guys can do. It's a good opportunity for guys like Paul DeYoung to get more at bats. It's a good opportunity for um, excuse me. It's a good opportunity for Jordan Walker to try to make the opening day roster. So, you know, let's say this. What happens, and this is where I'm going to start with, here are the questions, in my opinion, of spring training. I got this broken out into sections. So let's start with this. I wrote this down today. I mean, what happens if Paul DeYoung during spring training looks like a starting shortstop and then that moves Edmund back to second base? What happens with that? Think about that. So I think it's going to take an extreme, extreme, really good spring training for, for Paul DeYoung to, to get back his starting shortstop spot. I think he's automatically going to be a platoon guy on the bench, and he's going to be, you know, when a guy needs a rest day, Paul DeYoung's going to get a starter. He needs to get enough pinch hitting at bat. Right? I think it's going to take, I don't want to say a miracle, right, but it's going to take a lot for Paul DeYoung to get his starting shortstop job back. Um. Regardless of that, think about this Nolan Gorman situation. So let's be theoretical, right? It's the off season, it's still the off season. Let's be let's let's have this theoretical situation. Let's say Paul DeYoung tears it up in spring training. Okay. Let's say Paul DeYoung starting shortstop day one against the Blue Jays. <laughs> okay. That would mean you're gonna move Tommy Edmond over to second base, right? That only makes sense. So Tommy Edmond goes to second base. Then that poses the question: what in the world do you do with Brendan Donovan? Well, you think, okay, we can put Brandon Donovan in the outfield if we need to, but then that brings up different questions. Um, and then what about Nolan Gorman, right? Like he just came off of, he's a ton of power. He's a young kid. He's got a lot of potential. You know, what do we, it's, it's just crazy. So that's why I think if Paul DeYoung tears it up, he's just not going to get his starting spot back. He's just not, but it does pose a pretty good question. Um, you know, in spring training, like I said, with the world baseball classic, you're going to get a long, hard look at your future Cardinals, which is a really good thing. You know, and it's big for this reason. If one of our guys goes down, who can replace, you know, our guys for in, on the roster for meaningful at bats? Guys like Jordan Walker, right? Is it is it a guy like Alec Burleson? Um, is it Juan Yepes? We haven't said much about Yepes. What's his role going to be? I mean, there was a video today Katie Wu put out of the Athletic, and Juan Yepes is was play, you know, fielding ground balls at second base. I think it was Jeff Jones actually, not Katie Wu, but. Uh, regardless, we're seeing videos of Juan Yepes fielding balls at second base. There are so many fascinating storylines going in, into spring training and most importantly this season. And I'm telling you, the roster is not going to be the same as it is on opening day as it is post-trade trade deadline. There is so much flexibility that this team has, whether it's Brendan Donovan playing infield or outfield or Tommy Edmond even sometimes sliding to the outfield and Nolan Gorman playing, you know, you know DH or Juan Yepes. D I mean, we got a lot of different possibilities with this team. It's fascinating. You know, is, is Jordan Walker ready for the big leagues? I only think he makes the opening day roster if he tears it up in spring training. I mean, let's be honest. We all want to see Jordan Walker in the big leagues. He's 20 years old. He's our number one prospect. He's top five prospect in all of baseball. But let's let's be realistic, okay? And I trust the Cardinals, you know, the farm system. He hasn't even been to AAA yet. Keep that in mind. He has not been to AAA yet. He has not taken one bat at the Memphis Memphis team, okay? excuse me, regardless, I think it's okay to be patient with him in AAA until he's ready for the call-up. And he's been, you know, you listen to his interviews, he's a bright young man, sounds like he's ready for whatever. Uh, he could make the open-a-day roster if he goes crazy and has, has a great spring training. <clears throat> but at the same time, we've got to be patient with this guy, man. He hasn't taken one at-bat in AAA, and every level he's been at, he's teared it up or tore it up. Um, it's just, it's nuts, man. So anyway, I want to transition here into some audio this is Mosaic a couple weeks ago talking about the status of our team. I'll probably let this clip run for about a minute. It's very, very intriguing to hear what he has to say. Uh, so let me click Cardinals, this clip, uh, load it up. 
and let's hear. You know, when we reflect back on, on the offseason, there were uh, certainly some things we were hoping to do that we weren't able to accomplish. But, you know, our number one goal was to obviously add a catcher. We were fortunate enough to do that. Um, and then uh, a lot of things sort of unfolded or transpired that necessarily didn't break the way we had hoped. But, you know, net-net, as we start to look at, at Jupiter and, and starting to really think about the 2023 20, season, we, we really are excited about what we have. Um, we know this was a talented team. And uh, when you look at our roster and, and sort of wonder, like, well, what could you have augmented or what should you have augmented or how should we have thought about that, you know, I, I, I really sort of, We'll, we'll have everybody circle back to when you think about performance and, and how people played or if they were injured. You know, the, the key for the St. Louis Cardinals as you think about 2023 is really going to be who, who, who are we? And, and what I mean by that is, is what is Tyler O'Neill? What is Dylan Carlson? You know, what are we going to get out of Jack Flaherty? And if these guys perform to the expectations that we believe they're capable of, we think we're going to be a, a very talented and competitive and compelling team to watch. So, um, you know, these are these are the the bets we made. Um. All right, all right, I will stop that there. So, it's really really intriguing. I, I took that clip because he does say a couple things. He says, "Hey, I, you know, he's he's happy, and I think we can agree he's we're happy where the club's at, right?" We have a lot of pieces. We also have. It's okay to have a lot of question marks when the question marks are solid baseball players. Okay. Let's, let's remember that. These aren't guys that we, that have not proven themselves. These are guys that are really good baseball players. So, you know, I, I understand what he's saying. He's excited where the club's at, but at the same time, and this is really where I want to harp on a lot of the questions in the spring training and not even spring training, but the team as a whole, you know, who really are some of these guys, you know, can Tyler O'Neill stay healthy in the entire season? Who is Jack Flaherty? You know, is Dil- is this Dylan Carlson's breakout season? You know, is Tommy Edmond the shortstop of the future? Is Paul DeYoung even an MLB roster type guy? These are all things I wrote down today. Uh, will Adam Wainwright be able to remain in the rotation? Can Wilson Contreras hit in Bush Stadium? I think he should, but it's still a question. Can he? You know, will Goldie have a drop-off due to his age? I think he's going to have a productive season, but Paul Goldschmidt is 35 years old. He's heading into, you know, 35, age 35, 36 season. Historically, there's a drop-off there. Um, you know, well, can Arnato and Goldie get over the hump? These are great baseball players. Can they win a playoff series? Can they win an NLDS series? Can they win a wild card series? Um, you know, what are we doing with our bullpen? Will Steven Matz be worth his contract? He's getting paid four years, $44 million. His average salary is like $10.5 million. For a guy last year that had ERA of 5.25, that's simply not going to cut it. Yes, he was Yes, he was beat up. Yes, he had injuries. But when you're paying a guy $10.5 million to really be the guy that we needed when he pitched with the Mets, that's a lot of money, and we have to have some production out of him. Where will Juan Yepes fit in? I mean, where is he going to fit in? He was taking ground balls at second base today. He's not a great outfield defender. I wouldn't call him a liability, but where does he fit in? He's the only guy that really had production in the playoff series, but yet we haven't talked about him much this offseason as a whole. Is he a guy that come trade deadline, we need to trade for a Pablo Lopez to the Marlins? I mean, is this, there are so many intriguing questions with this club. You know, Is this Nolan Gorman's huge year, right? So that's just some of the questions I wrote down today. We could break all these down. Um, they are all huge questions, but guess what? It is very exciting to see what this team can do. Every single one of those guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Cardinals fans, if every single one of those, not even, let's say three, four, 75% of those questions turn out in a positive direction, this team can win the World Series, okay? And guess what? 75% of these players that I mentioned turn out good. 
and the other 25% don't, guess what? Trade that 25%. I'm not saying all of them, but find a way and get some bullpen help. Get a left-handed guy in the bullpen. Get a starting pitcher that's going to take you over the top. These are all serious you know, questions, but also at the same time, good problems to have, and it's exciting. Anyone that says baseball is not, not exciting, they just they just they have their head buried in the sand, okay? That's just the reality of it. Um, really, I want to conclude with this. Uh, we look, we, you know, we, we still got a couple, you know, we got over a month until we start regular season games. We're going to get in depth throughout these episodes and some of these questions, especially as spring training uh, gets going. But John Morosi of MLB Network said his top five MLB infields in the ML, Major League Baseball top five best infields this season. Number five, yeah, the Diamondbacks. I agree with every one of these. Diamondbacks, five, four Padres, three Guardians, two Yankees, and one St. Louis. Listen, the Cardinals have an elite defense. Let's break this down by layer in conclusion. The Cardinals have an elite defense. They have the best third baseman and first baseman combo in the MLB. They have Brendan Donovan, who just won a gold glove. They have Tommy Edmond, who can hold it down at shortstop. He was top five in the MLB in stolen bases. We just signed the best catcher on the market, Wilson Contreras, who hit 22 home runs. Tyler O'Neill, if he stays healthy, can be amazing if he go back to his form two years ago. Okay, um, Center field, Dylan Carlson, he's always been solid, but we know that there's another level that he can go to. Right field, Lars Newbar, he was a stud at the end of the season last year. He There was teams calling. I heard the Miami Marlins reporter. I was driving here to do the podcast today. Miami Marlins reporter said that, hey, if we'd have thrown Lars Newbar, we could have got one of the, you know, one of the big pitching names, but we were not willing to give up Lars Newbar. And that's just our starting nine. If Jack Flaherty's back to his 2019 form, we're going to be great. If Miles Michaelis can pitch like he did in the playoffs last year and be that ace, we're going to be great. If Adam Wainwright can just be a former version of himself just slightly as a fifth five starter, we're going to be solid. If Steven Mass can go back to his Mets form, we're going to be great. If Jordan Montgomery can be what he was when we got him post-trade down last, last year. We're going to be great, okay? We haven't even mentioned Dakota Hudson. I don't think he's going to be a starting pitcher, but does he have some value? Yes. Can he be great if he gets that sinker going and pounds his own? Yes. Our back end of a bullpen, Ryan Helsley, arguably the best closer in baseball at one point. Giovanni Gallegos, if he can not have his pitch clock problems, we're going to be great. Um, it's going to be tough for him to adapt to that. Genesis Cabrera, if he can just be that guy, He's a great left-handed relief pitcher. Uh, I don't know who else I'm missing, but we have a good baseball team. They just need to put it together. And uh, I'm excited for it. That's all I got. Uh, Pitchers and catchers reported today. Three days from now, we have the uh, position players reporting. And uh, then we are, let's see, February 25th is the first spring training game versus the Washington Nationals. I'll be flying to Jupiter and – I'm going to be there for the first three opening days of spring training. I can't wait. I'm excited. It's baseball season, everyone. Uh, But I'm going to get out of here. As always, this is the Believe in Cardinals uh, podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X 26. And be ready for the space, Twitter space on Wednesday night. And we can really talk and dig deeper into these things. Anyway, everyone have a great night. It is officially baseball season. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.